0: Now, I'm gonna talk about Christianity from the perspective of Messiah the Prince. And there's a whole lot of reasons I believe these things. And in the future, we'll be able to see and hear proof. We'll be able to see and hear Jesus speak, because he's coming back and he's scheduled to come back in two years, one month. The apostles, the exact same day. His father, the exact same day. The Holy Ghost, the exact same day. And so those are, I'm speaking about them and no one else because will be able to know about Christianity when they speak, but also the devil's scheduled to come back with the false prophet and the Antichrist exact same day. And so it's all scheduled two years, one month from now, exact same day. And... um, So what I'm gonna do is talk about Christianity and let you know that first, you're gonna get to hear everyone speak in what's scheduled is two years, one month from now, and that's when the end times start, according to Jesus. Next, that's the current schedule. There's other evidences, proof that you'll be able to see and hear after that time, hopefully before then, regarding all that I'm about to say. Now, what are the essential and non-essential Christian beliefs? These teachings include, this is according to the internet, that the, the doctrine that Jesus is fully God and fully human. Now, the first thing I'm going to say is that Jesus... Um, if he's God, then he will do his responsibilities. We would hope that he would uh, answer prayers. He would give blessings. He would heal the sick, raise the dead for the last 2000 years. And he never did it. And so you guys are like, but it's a spiritual kingdom because Jesus isn't powerful enough to do it. Well, then you don't think he has power or you think he's derelict in his duties, but he's never come back here in the last 2000 years. And he's never preached in the church. Neither have the apostles. They don't answer God and um, excuse me, Jesus Christ doesn't answer your prayers. Neither does his father. The Holy Ghost doesn't teach all things. That's what the Bible says the Holy Ghost is supposed to do. They don't do the miracles and the blessings and they don't do jack shit that's written in the Bible. So if you're going to call him God, you need to call him a derelict that sucks at being God. That's the truth about Jesus Christ. And when he gets back, you can ask him Jesus, why do you suck so bad? Where you been the last 2000? You can also say he's fully human. Go ahead and say he's fully human. He's, he's a sinner. He's going to tell you that when he comes back, he sinned a bunch of times. Right now, God took from him the power of God. He can't raise the dead. He can't heal the sick. He can't be in multiple places at one time. He can't come to the earth because he's burning in the furnace with the fire of hell, burning him on all sides. And he has no power of God. So you can say he's fully human, but also he's a sinner. And then you're like, he died on the cross in place of all sinners to secure salvation for all who believe. Now, I want to explain something to you. If you believe that you're going to burn in hell and the only way you can get out of it is if someone else dies on the cross, then you also might believe that someone else will burn in hell instead of you. What that means is you're an unrepentant murderer. People burn in hell who are murderers and who are rapists. Those are the people that burn in hell, period. So if you are like, I need someone to replace me in hell. That's because you're a person that wants to murder. If you're not a murderer and a rapist, you'll probably never burn in hell. Everlasting life is something God can give you anytime. If you wanted it today, he might give it to you today. And so you can just, then you just live forever and you never grow old. Believe it or not, most people like growing old for some weird fucking reason and then they die. And it's weird, but that's how people are made today. And God can just make you slightly differently. You look exactly the same except young. You never grow old, you never get a disease, you never die, and your life is perfect. It's easy, God can do it today. You don't need someone to die on the cross for that. It's kind of like, I'll give you an example. If you have a house where the nails are kind of, or a fence, the nails are falling out, how do you fix it? You go get some new nails and put it in there. God can do a miracle. He can make the wood new because the holes in the wood get bigger and that's why the nails come out. So that same thing with your body. God can make you new and then it's done forever and you don't need that dumb bullshit. Now, the next thing is five doctrines every Christian believes. The Bible is God's word, okay? Jesus is three in one. That's some weird shit. You guys keep saying, Jesus is God. Now, I wanna get this really clear forever, and you, you guys are probably gonna turn it off because it makes sense. Christians do not wanna hear something that makes sense. Jesus had, for a long time, the power of God to do very limited miracles. He could raise the dead, partly God did most of the miracle. He could heal the sick, partly God did most of the miracle. And Jesus could break the bread and fishes and stuff like that. He had limited ability to do miracles. And so, what? Uh, then, so, if he has the power of God, then you, You you can go ahead and call him someone who has the power of God. But he also died and God will never die. So if you say he's exactly like his father, you're wrong. The first thing is that his father is from mysterious origin. Jesus was given life. And so that's one difference. God can do all things. Jesus can only do a few things. Jesus says that women aren't allowed to teach, but his father never said that. In Jesus' church, Women are not allowed to preach, but in God's church, anyone can preach. And so there are major differences between his, uh, him and his father. And so when he comes back to the earth, he's going to tell you that with his own mouth and you're going to film it with a smartphone. And so you guys are like, but he's three in one because that proves he's God. No, it doesn't. That's bad logic. He's a separate person that had the power of God. He no longer has it because he arrogantly said he would get that power on his own because God gave it to him in the past. And now he can't figure it out. Doctrine number three, Jesus is fully God. Today, that's not true. Doctrine number four, we are saved by faith in Jesus Christ. Not today because he's burning in the fire just like a bunch of other sinners. Doctrine number five, and he'll tell you that in the future. There's life after death. That's true, but it doesn't need to be a doctrine. It's just a fact. It's kind of like saying that there's uh, when you go over the bridge, there's a city on the other side of the river. It's just an obvious fact that you can see if you die. That's it. Everyone sees it who dies, whether you're an atheist or an agnostic or a Christian or any other religion now the rest of the doctrines are things that christians are going to talk to jesus about when he comes in the second coming which is scheduled two years one month from now and so what's going to happen is jesus christ wants to go to israel but you christians can all come over to see him and ask him every day these questions who are the people of god is that the church is that jew and gentile is that both is it is there a big difference is it all the stuff that pastors preach what is the temple of the holy spirit why do we need to be possessed by spirits i thought that was witchcraft What is the priesthood of the believer? What is the identity of the believer? You can ask him these doctrines. What is the unity of the Church? What is the mission of the Church? What is discipleship according to you? What is evangelism according to you? What is stewardship according to you? What is edification according to you? What is worship according to you? What is baptism according to you? What is the Lord's Supper according to you? What is family relationships according to you? What is social concern according to you? Now, the truth is that Jesus, when He comes back, you can ask Him these questions and He's gonna stare at you like an idiot that doesn't know how to answer and He's not gonna say anything. If you ever confuse a dog and it turns its head and it it just looks confused, that's how Jesus is going to look for 70 fucking years because he doesn't have an answer to any of these questions. And the truthful answer is so fucking strange, you'll never believe it. So I'll give you one. There's a bunch of prophecies that in the future, people will receive a spiritual baptism from God. And so the Holy Ghost, John the Divine, and Jesus Christ thought that they would do it first with water, but they didn't know how to do the spiritual baptism. So they were like, get in water and then you'll be baptized. So you all still do it. But nothing changes unless God changes it. You all still die, you're all still sinners, and it's not what's promised. Next is restoration, life after death, the second coming of Christ, and all this other stuff. So let's go into it. The second coming of Christ is scheduled two years, one month from now life after death again that's you see it when you experience it resurrection that's scheduled to happen in about 80 years that's the first and second resurrections the internet gets confused about this and so it's no big deal but ezekiel 37 refers to the raising of the dead they call it the other stuff resurrection for some weird fucking reason i don't know why the nature of hell You can ask him about this. He knows what it's like because he's burned there recently. He's in the fire right now. New heaven and new earth, that's scheduled to happen. So these are some things that you find on the internet that are often called essential Christian doctrines. And when when you read these things on the internet, what you end up with is something that's really, really simple and easy to understand. It's a bunch of bullshit that doesn't make any fucking sense and then when you see Jesus, you can ask him and you're gonna realize it makes no fucking sense, there's no reason for it, there's no purpose to it, it has no meaning and it's fucking bizarre and when you ask Jesus, he's gonna look at you like he's a confused dog and he's not gonna have an answer. So that's Christianity according to Messiah the Prince, part one, part two is what Christianity really is. Now, to the end of eternity, what happened in the first timeline is that everyone that went to church believed and that includes me the guy doing the podcast messiah the prince believed this and then now there's a second timeline it's a chance to do it again and i found out that jesus christ is a sinner and he's burning in hell today and pretty soon he's going to be in the earth and he's going to tell you that so today you christians are going to be like yeah right we don't believe it well when you pray to him does he answer today when you pray for a miracle does he do the miracle does he give you does he break your bread with you does he break the bread for you and give you a whole abundance of bread does he give you a bunch of extra wine Does he put money in your pocket when you're poor? Does he fix your house when your house leaks? Does he do anything for you at all? Does he strengthen you? You Christian men keep saying, Jesus is my strength. Well, are you strong? No, Christian men become weak. Every time you say Jesus is your strength, it seems like you get weaker and you get real fucking weak. So does he do any of that? No. So stop saying Jesus is your savior, your God, your Lord God, your Lord savior temporarily until you see him, then ask him to strengthen you. He doesn't know how to do it. He sucks at doing miracles he was never your strength and he never will be in the end times his plan is that you all die and then he raises you from the dead because he thinks you'll find it impressive and all he wants to do is be impressive to you because then he thinks you'll be deceived into calling him god the father that's it he thinks that you'll be deceived into calling him god the father if you're all raised from the dead in fact he can't even raise the dead right now and so he might not be able to do it at that time and so then his father might end up telling you jesus isn't doing it i am if it happens at all and a lot of you might say well if jesus isn't doing it i don't want to I'd rather go someplace else that's better because if Jesus sucks and he's not a real savior, I don't wanna go there. So when you Christians hear this podcast, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, right, I don't know if that's true. But then when you see God, God's gonna look you right in the eyes and show you there's an empty throne next to him and you're gonna say, where the fuck is Jesus? And God's gonna say, Jesus Christ is burning in the fire of hell. And you're gonna be like, oh, so the podcast was true? Or you can wait two years, one month, and then when you see Jesus Christ, you can ask him these questions, and he's going to look so fucking stupid, you're going to regret ever being a Christian, and I'm sorry, that's not your fault, that's Jesus' fault, so you're not going to take the blame for this. Now, to conclude this podcast, I talk to people from the future, and at this time, that sounds bizarre, but when you guys get to travel to the future. Time machines can do it. God can bring you. And when they travel back, you'll get to meet them. This will be a very common and normal thing. Plus, if you have everlasting life, you'll get to live to the end and you'll see all of this. It will not surprise you. And so when I talked to these people, they saw what Jesus did to the end of eternity. And what he did is he never kept his promises. He never answered prayers. He never gave the blessings. He never healed the sick, raised the dead, strengthened Christian men, or any of the other bullshit he promised. What he did is every five million years, he would come talk to people and they'd ask him a bunch of doctrinal questions and he'd get embarrassed and leave because he could an answer. And so what they hope is that one day Jesus will do all that's written but they've waited centillion times centillion plus millions of years. That is a lot of years. You can Google how many years that is. It's a thousand, um, times, a thousand times 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 a thousand years and more. It's like thousand million billion trillion quadrillion blah blah blah, blah sextillion blah blah, blah 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 and so you get to these big numbers and eventually the biggest one that's used in the earth today is called centillion. It's just a big number there's nothing else to it. And so they expect or hope that Jesus will one day do as it is written because he never did it to the end of eternity. The apostles never preached the gospel. Jesus didn't do it. And so recently I asked Jesus, I said, Jesus, are you ever going to do it? We're on a second timeline now. It's the second eternity motherfucker. And he says, no, he's never going to do it. All he wants is power and respect. So You're Christians when you die and get to heaven, or if you wait till the end times, which is scheduled to start in two years, one month. What you're gonna get from Jesus is that Jesus will refuse to answer doctrinal questions and he'll refuse to do everything that's written. So I'm gonna make sure Christians surround Jesus day and night every day that he's in Israel and that means Jesus is never going to preach the gospel or anything else he's just going to stand there like a dumb fucking retard with his mouth shut and he's not going to say anything and then he's going to refuse to preach the gospel he's going to refuse to do what God told him to do and he's going to burn in the lake of fire and brimstone forever that's what you're actually going to get unless Jesus changes his mind it's probably not going to happen and then you're going to realize that you don't need Jesus's grace you can just live forever it's an easy thing and I explain that in other podcasts